Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday the 3rd of August. Here are this week's stories. Dixon's Carphone's investigation into its 2017 data breach has found that as many as 10 million customers might have been affected, rather than the 1.2 million it initially estimated when it discovered the breach last month. It said this Tuesday, While there is now evidence that some of this data may have left our systems, these records do not contain payment card or bank account details, and there's no evidence that any fraud has resulted. We're continuing to keep the relevant authorities updated. Dixon's Carphone's chief executive Alex Baldock added, Again, we're disappointed in having fallen short here, and very sorry for any distress we've caused our customers. I want to assure them that we remain fully committed to making their personal data safe with us. The ICO's investigation is ongoing, and it's still not clear whether the 1998 Data Protection Act, or its replacement, the GDPR, will apply. Whichever law is deemed applicable will make a huge difference to Dixon's Carphone's fortunes. It could face either a maximum fine of £500,000 under the 1998 Act, or one of up to 4% of its annual global turnover or €20 million, currently about £17.8 million, whichever is greater, under the GDPR. The ICO fined Dixon's Carphone subsidiary Carphone Warehouse £400,000 in January for systemic failures related to rudimentary commonplace measures when it suffered a data security incident in 2015 in which 3 million customers' details were compromised. On Monday, Graham Cluley reported that Fashion Nexus, a web development and e-commerce company, suffered a data breach earlier this month when a security researcher called Taylor Ralston accessed a server containing a database that listed the personal details of a number of online clothing companies' customers. The personal information of approximately 1.3 million users, including password hashes, MD5 and SHA-1, both salted, names, dates of birth, email addresses, phone numbers and other data was compromised, he said. However, in a statement published on its homepage on Tuesday, Fashion Nexus admitted that 642,000 customer records had been exposed, a rather more conservative estimate than 1.3 million. It said, We can confirm that on or around the 9th of July 2018, a white hat hacker obtained access to one of our servers, leading to the breach of several thousand customer records belonging to our clients. These records do not contain any sort of payment card or bank account details, and there's no evidence that any fraud has resulted. It added, We would suggest that people change their passwords if they've been a customer of Axe Paris, Granted London, Jaded London, El Bell Attire, or Traffic People. Whilst DLSB is named online, customer data was not taken from our server. The breach was quickly identified and the vulnerability removed. The ICO has been informed. Fashion Nexus take our clients and their customers' data security extremely seriously, and we apologise that we've come up short in this instance. Poneman Institute's 2018 cost of a data breach study found that the mean dwell time of a data security incident, that is, the average period between its occurrence and identification, is now 197 days. The mean time to contain an incident is 69 days. This total of 266 days from occurrence to containment, or nearly nine months, seems a very long time, but sometimes it can take much, much longer. Last week, Yale University announced that it had discovered a log revealing a 10-year-old data breach on its systems, in which personal information relating to people affiliated with the university before February 2009, including their names, dates of birth, social security numbers, Yale email addresses, and in some cases physical addresses, was compromised. ZDNet reports that 119,000 individuals were affected. Yale explained, 
Between April 2008 and January 2009, intruders gained access to a database stored on a Yale server. Because the intrusion happened nearly 10 years ago, we don't have much more information about how it occurred. In 2011, Yale IT deleted the personal information in the database as part of an effort to eliminate unneeded personal information on Yale servers, but the intrusion was not detected at that time. The university has offered free credit monitoring services to those affected. Government workers in Matanuska-Sasitna borough in Anchorage, Alaska, have had to resort to using typewriters after a malware infection crippled the borough's IT systems last week, compromising computers, servers, network telephones, and its email exchange. The borough's IT director, Eric Wyatt, reported on Monday that the malware attack was multi-pronged and multi-vectored, and included the BitPamer, also known as Friedex, ransomware, a strain linked to the group responsible for the Drydex banking trojan. Matsu Borough Manager John Moosey declared the situation a disaster on Tuesday, saying that disruption to borough services may continue for a prolonged time. Officials are now completely rebuilding the network. According to Bleeping Computer, Matsu's Public Affairs Director Patty Sullivan said, Without computers and files, borough employees acted resourcefully. They re-enlisted typewriters from closets and wrote by hand receipts and lists of library book patrons and landfill fees at some of the 73 different buildings. Well, that'll do for this week. Until next time, you can keep up with the latest information security news on our blog. Whatever your information security needs, whether regulatory compliance, stakeholder reassurance, or just greater business efficiency, IT Governance can help your organization to protect, comply, and thrive. Visit our website for more information, itgovernance.co.uk. You want to hurry to do anything later?